Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. Our headquarters, of course, are here in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, where God is good and the sun shines most of the time. God is good all the time. The sun shines most of the time. If you can't get to our services, if you're not in the region, you can watch our services at ahop.online. If you're in the region, there's no reason why you can't come to church on Sunday. We have two services, 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m., only the 1047 a.m. is broadcast on ahop.online. The second service, just a little too hot to handle, not meant for internet consumption. Come on by, join the revival-minded remnant. Amen. God is good. I'm the founder of the Ignite Network. It's a prophetic network of prophetic people doing prophetic life, tapping into prophetic potential, contending for a pure prophetic flow. No false prophets allowed. No Jezebels allowed. They don't even try. God is good. You can find that at ignitenow.org. Lots of stuff there for you at jenniferleclair.eventbrite.com. Some big announcements coming in the coming weeks on schoolofthespirit.tv. Make sure that you are on my mailing list. That's how you're going to get the inside scoop. Today's devotion is from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And the devotion is titled, Beware Operating in a Rash Spirit. Uh Uh-oh. Beware Operating in a Rash Spirit. Rash is the cousin of rude. (laughs) And here's what I heard the Lord say. Don't walk in a rash spirit. Rash words cut and hurt people, including yourself. Rash decisions can put you on the wrong side of my will for your life. The safest place for you is in the center of my will. Rash and harsh words grieve my spirit, says God, and lead you out of my will instead of deeper into it. Ah, Hold your peace when you feel like responding rashly. Wait on me for wisdom when you feel like making rash decisions. 
You'll avoid much spiritual warfare this way, says the Spirit of the living God. Come on now. Ecclesiastes 5.2, Acts 19.36, and Proverbs 12.18 are the scripture references for today. The prayer starter and the decree. Father, restrain my lips from opening to release rash words out of my mouth. I don't want to grieve your spirit. Warn me when I am about to make rash decisions. I decree my mouth utters words of the wise that push back darkness from my life. I declare I wait on the Lord before speaking, acting, or moving in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Father, we thank you today that you are good. You are not a rash God. God with us, Christ in us, the hope of glory. Father, we thank you that we can hang our hopes on you, even when we've got to hope against hope, because you are a God of hope. You are a God of redemption. You are a God of reconciliation. You are that God on whom we depend. Not just in the good times, but in the bad times, in the mediocre times. Oh, Jesus, we thank you that you are that God, that God that we can count on, that God that we can rely on, that God that we can depend on. You'll never, never, never leave us hanging. You'll never, never, never forsake us. You'll never leave the righteous begging bread. We thank you this morning that we can lean into you with full confidence that you'll catch us if we fall, that you'll pick us up and dust us off if we fall, that you will set us aright and energize us again if we fall. We thank you, Lord, that we are energized by the Holy Ghost. <laughs> we are energized by the Holy Ghost. We are energized by the Holy Ghost, empowered by the Holy Ghost, activated by the Holy Ghost, supercharged by the Holy Ghost. We thank you, Lord, for your Holy Ghost, for your Holy Spirit. Oh, Jesus, for that comforter, for that uh, standby, for that intercessor. You energize our prayers. We don't know how to pray as we ought. I said we don't know how to pray as we ought, but you energize our prayers. You empower our prayers. Oh, Jesus, you pray. You pray. You pray for us. You pray with us. You pray through us. Jesus, let the spirit of prayer rest upon us, oh God. We want to pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. We want to pray without ceasing. Energized to pray without ceasing. Empowered to pray without ceasing day and night, night and day. Let the incense of our prayers arise and fill the bowls in heaven until they tip over. Oh, Jesus, until they tip over. We thank you, Lord, for the tipping point. Oh, I haven't let go of that word. It's a tipping point. God prophesied to me as he said that you are your ministry is going into a tipping point. Oh, it's the tipping point. All right. We've tipped over. We're doing things better. We're doing things smarter. And I just release that over you. More effectiveness, more energy, more empowerment. Come on. I decree more effectiveness, more energy, more empowerment, more grace. Come on. I just release over you more, 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 more Holy Ghost. I thank you, Lord. More peace, more comfort, more joy, more, more, more. Come on. I've got a more in my spirit. Who can handle some more? Who can handle some more? If you've got enough, I'll take yours. 
because I want more. Come on. I don't know who wants more, who's been crying out for more, more of what? More of whatever. Starts with more of God. It starts with more of God. It starts with more of God. And when you have more of him, you've got more of anything else you need. When you've got more of him, I said, when you've got more Holy Ghost, you've got more of whatever else it is that you need. And if you don't have it yet, it's coming your way. You're going to pray it in. You're going to decree a thing. And it's going to be established. You're going to declare it. You're going to proclaim it. You're going to prophesy it until you see it come to pass. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Everything you need, it's been appropriated to you. You just got to pull it down. Oh God, we need more Holy Ghost so we can pull down the darkness. We need more Holy Ghost so we can pull down the blessings. We need more Holy Ghost so we can pull down the wisdom. Oh Jesus, help us Lord to walk in faith. <laughs> you gave us the measure of faith. Come on now. He has given you the measure of faith. He has given you the infilling of the Holy Ghost. He has given you the mind of Christ. He has given you the written word of God, the sword of the spirit, which slays thousands and thousands and thousands of enemies in your path. He has given you all things pertaining to life and godliness. He has given you blessings upon blessings upon blessings, grace upon grace, strength upon strength, faith upon faith. He has given you everything you need. It's all there for you. Father, help us to pull it down or to pull it out. If it's in us, help us to manifest it. If it's if it's in the spirit realm, waiting for us to conquer a demon, to grab hold of it and pull it into existence with our faith, help us to keep fighting the good fight of faith. I don't know if anybody's following along with me today. I can't tell if you're with me or if you're mocking me today. Oh, Jesus, I thank you, Lord, that if you are for me, then who can be against me? I said, if God be for me, then who can be against me? I said, if God be for me, then who can be against me? Somebody just needs to begin to say that out of your mouth. Somebody needs to repeat the words coming out of my mouth, the words coming out of my spirit. I said, if God be for me, then who can be against me? I said, if God Almighty, who sits on the throne, the Creator God, Elohim, oh, Jehovah Gabor, the Lord, the warrior, if He is for me, who can be against me and what does it matter they got to bow a knee to Jesus they've got to bow they've got to bow every demon power has got to bow every sickness has got to bow all those poverty spirits have got to bow the fear spirits they've got to bow there's not one single spirit there's not one single spirit not one on the earth above the earth or underneath the earth that must not bow that doesn't have to bow that can't help but to bow at the name of Jesus. Oh, they're putting up a good fight right now. Oh, the demon powers that are harassing you, hindering you, stymieing you, stalling you. They're putting up a pretty good fight right now. But once you get that revelation, <laughs> once you really see who you are, once you understand the remnant warrior mentality, once you grab hold of what I'm about to teach on this week, oh, you are going to have a new confidence. You are going to have a new zeal. You are going to have, many of you, a new sword because the old one, little rusty, has been in the closet, not the prayer closet, but the storage closet. 
I want to use the sword that comes out of my prayer closet, not the rusty old uh, uh, clippers that came from the storage closet, the garage. Oh, it's time to pull out the sword again, to shine it up so we can go and slay some demons. Ah, shaka time the remnant warriors are rising. Ah, yeah, shaka The remnant warriors are rising. Yeah, A new sword, a new sword, a new mantle. Ah, a new anointing. Come on. If you knew who you were, if I could just see, get you to see who you are. <laughs> if you could just understand. The position, the authority that has been bestowed upon you. You've been dubbed. (laughs) You've been dubbed kings and priests unto our God. To rule and reign with him. If they've got to bow to him, if they've got to bow to Jesus, and they do. I said, if they've got to bow to Jesus, and they do. If the demons have to bow to Jesus, and they do. If Jesus was standing in front of them, oh, they'd bow in a minute. If they have to bow to Jesus, and they do, then they have to bow to the Jesus in you. If they have to bow to Jesus, and they do, then they have to bow to the Jesus in you. But you've got to know that he's in you. You've got to know that he's for you. You've got to know that he'll never leave you. You've got to know that he loves you. And guess what else you got to do? you got to walk in that love. Love is spiritual warfare. Oh, most of you aren't taking the love challenge. I don't know what's the matter. I don't know what's stopping you. It's free. I don't know why you didn't go to schoolofthespirit.tv and sign up. It just completely escapes me as to why one would not take advantage of a free resource that would put you over the enemy. I, I just don't get it. Could it be possible the church is lukewarm? Could it be possible that the love of many has grown cold like Jesus said it would? I I don't know. That's why I'm trying to stir the pot. That's why I'm trying with everything in me to get you to love, to walk in love. Because love is spiritual warfare. Jesus, would you help us, Lord, to see the big picture and to begin to connect the dots? (laughs) Help us, Lord. I literally see in the spirit a picture. And the dots are there, man. If you just connect them, you could see what I see. The dots are there. Come on, you must have done connect the dots when you're a kid. The dots are there. If you would just connect them, if you would just slow down long enough to connect them, if you would just stop long enough to meditate on the word of God, you would see and understand what season you're in. And you would know how to leap over the limbo. If you would just pause for a moment, you know who invented clocks? Monks invented clocks. We didn't have clocks. We had sundials. You know who invented the clocks? Monks invented the clocks. Why? So they could regulate their prayer time and their working time. They believed pray hard, work hard. Now we say play hard, work hard, but we forget to pray hard. (laughs) That sounded like something Leonard Ravenhill would say. And now we've taken the clock and the clock has become our master. We're servants of the clock instead of the clock serving us. Hurry, 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 and we become servants to a tick-tock clock. Some of them are even fancy. They get a little bird that 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 comes out and says cuckoo. Break that bird off. Clock's making us cuckoo. We're not servants to a tick-tock. We're not servants to a clock. God formed natural time. 
The sun rises and the sun sets. I get up before the sun rises and I go to bed before the sun sets. What? Yeah, that's what I do. Why? Because early to bed, early to rise makes me healthy, wealthy, and wise. Time isn't money. Time might be mammon, but it's not money. Help us, Lord, to connect the dots, to slow down long enough. Get over this hurry sickness that we live in. You know what I'm doing this week? I'm getting out of Dodge. I'm going over to a revival. I prophesied the healing revival would break out in the midst of COVID-19. And I found that there is one that has broken out and that they're going every week, night after night. Guess where I'm going? I'm going to the revival meeting. Why? Because I've seen the big picture. And when you see the big picture, you'll get revived too. When you see the big picture, you'll understand where you need to go and what you need to do and how you need to change. And it's only the Holy Ghost that can change you. What schedule changes you need to make? Come on. I don't know who I'm talking to today. Somebody just got set free. I saw a vision and there was the dots, but they're not connected for many of you. You're not connecting them. You can't see the big picture because the dots aren't connected. You might kind of see a squint. So I, I think that might be, I, I think I, I kind of, not to connect the dots. You don't know for sure what you're looking at. So Father, help us to connect the dots and stop being enslaved by a TikTok clock with a cuckoo bird. Help us, Lord, to get over the hurry sickness so we can stop long enough to see the big picture. Help us, Lord, to learn what we need to learn in this season. So that we don't have to go through it again. I don't mean a plague. I mean a personal quarantine, a personal isolation, a personal self-distancing. Help us, God. Help us, Lord. Only you can help us. Only you. We thank you, Lord, that you are a good God. And you're going to help us see what we need to see. We're going to submit to the pause. We're going to slow down. Come on, I'm not talking about sitting around all day doing nothing. I mean, why don't you just sit there for an hour in silence? You know that in the Bible, there's going to come a time where it's silent for 30 minutes in heaven. Do you know that? There's going to come a time when there's silence for 30 minutes in heaven. And I wonder if the prophets will just keep speaking during that time or if maybe they'll get quiet too. (laughs) I said, I wonder if the prophets will keep speaking during that time when heaven is silent or if they'll be quiet too. I guess we'll wait and see. So we're going to deal with this mocking spirit today. What is a mocking spirit? What do you see in the Bible? To mock means to, it means to treat with contempt or ridicule. Maybe you've been mocked. Maybe you've been mocked for your faith. Maybe you've been mocked by other believers because of your adherence to the Holy Ghost. Mocking it. It means to to disappoint the hopes of. Maybe the devil has mocked you. Maybe he's pulled the carpet out from under you and pointed and laughed in the spirit and said, I told you not to start that business. I, I don't know. But that mocking spirit is on the loose. I said that mocking spirit is on the loose. It it, it means to defy, to to, to challenge you. That mocking spirit defies you. It it challenges your authority. Who do you think you are? A carpenter's son? That was the mocking spirit. Jesus could do no miracles, not many in his own town, except heal a few sick people because of the mocking, because of the dishonor, the disrespect. He was mocked. He was ridiculed. To mock, it, it means to, to, to imitate or to mimic. Like a mime. 
It means to, to jeer, to scoff. And we're going to deal with this mocking spirit. I don't know if you've seen this manifest in your life. Maybe you just haven't discerned that that's what's going on. But we're going to deal with it. Come on, somebody say deal with it. Let me just make sure you understand this quickly before we pray. It means to treat with contempt or ridicule. It doesn't even have to be with words. People can mock you with their eyes. They can mock you with their countenance. It means to disappoint the hopes of. It's like Lucy when she pulled the football away from Charlie Brown. She was mocking him. I know that seems like a silly anecdote, but it's not. That was what was happening. Come on, Charlie Brown. Come on, Charlie. Come on, kick the ball. Kick the football. Come on, it's time to practice. And he fell for it every time. He fell flat on his back, seeing stars all around him. And she just thought that was so funny. That's a great picture of how the devil mocks and disappoints the hopes. It means to defy, to challenge. Who do you think you are? It means to to imitate and intimidate, to jeer, to scoff. David said in Psalm 22, 7, all who see me mock me. They make mouths at me. They wag their heads. (laughs) People mock you all the time. Theater plays mocking you and movies mocking you. Atheists mocking you, humanists mocking you, the godless mocking you, other gods, other demons mocking, jeering, treating your people with contempt. Christ's in us, the hope of glory. We are Christians. We are little Christ. When the devil mocks us, he's mocking Jesus. Jesus doesn't like it. And Jesus is going to deal with it through us. So we bind this mocking spirit in the name of Jesus. They make mouths at us. They wag their heads at us. They wag their tongues. Isaiah speaks of the wagging tongues. Chirpers and mutterers. The peepers and mutterers. Muttering against us. Chirping against us. Peeping. Spying. We bind these wagging tongues. We cut out the wagging tongue of the wicked one now in Jesus' name. And we mute you in the name of Jesus. You mocking spirit. We bind you. In Jesus' name, we cut you off in the name of Jesus. We come against you with the blood of the lamb. God shall not be mocked. And when we act like Christ and we're mocked and we're persecuted for his sake, oh, the glory, the glory rests upon us. I said, when we're doing the will of the Lord and the naysayers, the lukewarm Christians want to mock us, want to scoff at us, want to jeer at us, want to try to pull the carpet out from under our feet. They want to mimic us, want to make memes about us, put them on Facebook, treat us with contempt and ridicule. Oh, the God in us will rise up with the authority of heaven and push back that mocking spirit and put it under our feet and we're going to put our foot on the neck of the mocking spirit. I said we put our feet like Joshua told his men, put your foot on the neck of the enemy. Ha. Huh? Put your foot on the neck of the enemy. That's what we're doing today. We're putting We are putting our foot on the neck of the mocking spirit. Jeremiah, he said, I have become a laughing stock all the day. Everyone mocks me. Some of you feel like that. They mock you for what you believe, or they mock you for what you don't believe, or they mock you for what you did, or they mock you because of what you did not do. They mock you because you opened your church during COVID-19, or they mock you because you did not open your church during COVID-19. That mocking spirit is no respecter of persons. We break your powers in Jesus' name. 2 Chronicles 36, 16. But they kept mocking the messengers of God. 
despising his words and scoffing at his prophets until the wrath of the Lord rose against his people. Until there was no remedy. God doesn't like it. Father, release your wrath against this mocking spirit. Not the people, but the spirit. Not the people, but the spirit. Not the people, but the spirit. Release your wrath against this mocking spirit who mocks your prophets. Touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Problem with that verse is a lot of the false ones use it. It doesn't say touch not the false prophets. As a matter of fact, Elijah showed us what to do with the false prophets. You throw them down. You have a showdown. You school them a little bit. Teach them who God's, whose God is mightier. Huh? What? So you have a showdown. The power of our God is greater than the power of the false prophets' gods. The Baal spirits. The Jezebel spirits. What? Okay. Don't believe me. Watch it happen. In Acts chapter 2, they were mocked because they were speaking in tongues. Uh-oh. But have you been mocked because you're speaking in tongues? Huh? What? Yabosh the first church down the streets thinks you got demons. Mocked for praying in tongues. I'm just, I'm just stirring up that mocking spirit. How do you like that mocking spirit? You're not going to stop me. You're not going to shut down my tongues. You're not going to shut down my church. You're not going to shut down nothing that belongs to me because it belongs to God and you cannot shut down God. God cannot be mocked. <laughs> I said, God cannot be mocked. That just gives me joy down deep in my soul. That just gives me joy in my belly. Come on. God shall not be mocked. In Acts 17, when they heard about Jesus rising from the dead, the Bible says, some mocked. Some of them mocked. They're like, yeah, what? Rising from the dead? Yeah, sure. Some of them mocked. And they still mocked the resurrection. I said, he got up. He got up. Death couldn't hold him down. Don't make me sing. Death couldn't hold him down. He's the living king. Seated in majesty. Come on. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, ever making intercession for us. He got up. Mock the resurrection if you want to. Rise within us, Holy Spirit. And bind that mocking spirit in the name of Jesus. I break the powers of it in Jesus' name. I love the question in Isaiah 57. He said, whom are you mocking? Against whom do you open your mouth wide and stick out your tongue? <laughs> They're wagging their tongues. They're sticking those mocking spirits. If you could see them, if you could see them, if you could see them in the spirit, if you could pull back the veil and see these mocking spirits, some of them would just, you know, like little bratty kids sticking their tongues out at you. Cut off the tongue of this mocking spirit. And we mute you in Jesus' name. God is not mocked. God is not mocked. God is not mocked. God is not mocked. Whatever man sows, he will also reap. God is not mocked. So Father, forgive us if we've allowed that mocking spirit to move through us. If we've mocked somebody else's decisions, if we have mocked somebody else's viewpoints, if we have mocked somebody else's way of life, forgive us, God, because that reaping and sowing things coming back like a high speed boomerang in this season. We don't want it. We don't want to be mocked. God is not mocked. God is not mocked. Whatever man reaps, that he will sow. 
So we come against this mocking spirit. We take authority over it. And we claim victory over it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on, isn't God good? God is not mocked. And remember that. Remember that in every area of your life. He's not mocked. Don't mock God. Unintentionally. Be careful. Don't mock God in your giving. If he tells you to give, give. God is not mocked. That is the truth across the board. But it's connected to the giving part. God is not mocked. Whatever man sows, that he will also reap. And you sow all kinds of things. You sow with words. You sow with giving. You sow with prayer. If you want to give today, we want to invite you to do that. JenniferLeClaire.org slash donate. If God's been telling you to sow and you've been holding back, please don't do that. He's trying to get a blessing in your hand. But unless you let go of what's in your hand, you can't receive more. You know how it works. If, you, if we want to invite you to sow, if you feel so led, you can do that at JenniferLeClaire.org slash donate. JenniferLeClaire.org slash donate. You can become a partner there. You can sow a one-time seed there at JenniferLeClaire.org slash donate. Donate. You can use the Cash App. Is dollar sign Jennifer Leclaire. Cash App is dollar sign Jennifer Leclaire. Capital J, capital L, capital C. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer Leclaire. PayPal is PayPal.me slash Jennifer Leclaire. Cleansing your home from evil spirits. That's on ahop.tv, May the fifteenth. I know you've signed up, many of you, on Eventbrite, and you're supposed to be signing up on ahop.tv. You can't get, you can't sign up on Eventbrite for something that's online unless it's a webinar on uh, where we can mark it that way so you can see it. If it's not marked webinar or not marked online or not marked e-summit or e-event or phone prayer, that means you've got to come in person. Amen. God bless you guys. I'll see you later. have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.